Hello, internet friends, and welcome back to the Digital Deep Dive Show with me, Reed Daly. If you are new around here, this is a show where we talk about technology, the people building it, and the impact it has on business and society at large. You can check out the Digital Deep Dive Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can read and listen to the newsletter on LinkedIn Newsletters, and check us out over on YouTube. Um, If you've tuned into the show in the past, you'll know that we typically run through current events, do a market update, as well as a deep dive into a particular technology that is exciting and delighting, and where you can connect with me online at virtual events and in person. However, we have a special treat this week. We are speaking with founder and CEO of P2P Global, John Guido. The P2P is a global platform for connecting top technology solution providers. Increase your relevance and revenue by being a member of the P2P ecosystem. P2P Global is an open ecosystem that creates collaborative marketplace for diverse technology solution providers. P2P was created to fill skill gaps for IT projects as no one solution provider can do all things. It is a skill-based platform that allows members to create opportunities, identify skill gaps, and set match criteria that will automatically create others to respond, allowing you to select from a pool of top skilled candidates for potential P2P engagements. During the conversation with John, we talk about the origins of P2P Global, how we went from idea to platform, what's going on in the marketplace, and what they see unfolding in the year to come. It is a fantastic conversation. I'm thrilled to have John on the show, and thanks for tuning in. And let's jump into my conversation with John Guido of P2P Global. So we're here today to talk about P2P Global, a business that you uh, uh, run and founded, and uh, excited to kind of talk about sort of the origin of the business, uh, where you guys sort of saw problems uh, in the market or a gap in the market, kind of uh, positioning, how it works, why people should use it, how people should think about it, and kind of the roadmap uh, ahead. So let's just start with, you know, a little bit of your background um, and, uh, you know, what led you to wanting to uh, start a uh, uh, software business. Yeah, you got it. And you're right. It is a software business. We built a, a platform that we believe, you know, brings value to the IT industry. Um, across the supply chain. So my, my background, you know, I was really fortunate to have a, a long career working with many IT solution providers. And I had various roles, uh, executive positions at IBM. And in those roles, whether it was, you know, uh, global territories or brand sales or marketing strategy and general management, the channel as in the IT channel being solution providers and we call them you know channel partners um, was always part of my success so i predominantly had the lens read from a supplier point of view 
But I also, you know, over time made great friends with a lot of the principals and owners of these firms, of the channel partners, and got a perspective from them. Um, I also worked, you know, across the supply chain from working with distributors also, and of course, end users as our end customers. So that gave me kind of that foundation of recognizing uh, a challenge in the IT space that I wanted to go address. Nice. And, you know, how long was it or, or how much effort did it take to go from, um, you know, saying you want to enter this space to kind of coming up with the idea and forming the team? Like walk me through kind of that process. Sure. But one of the, well, you know, if we start taking a look at, you know, what did we set out to go do? And everybody always warned me what you think you're going to go do and then what you end up doing might be totally different. And I, and, and it has evolved and we could talk a little bit more about that, but information technology, you know, the industry, you know, we just get see such a, uh, so much specialization going on and no one solution provider, by the way, no one vendor can be experts in every type of solution. So there's a constant need to fill skill gaps, whether you're, when you're putting together these total solutions. And for, for us, you know, at a, at a vendor, you know, supplier lens, we could just do so much. This cross vendor piece is really what a lot of the channel partners were looking at trying to accomplish. So this concept of partner to partner is really the idea of, you know, getting partners to work together in an efficient manner. Now, think about it. Partners have always worked together. Um, now the question is, is, is it efficient? It's been much more of an ad hoc approach. So we wanted to put the discipline in place. And what we did is we, we went out, read, and talked to suppliers, distributors, but most importantly, to channel partners and got their feedback to validate the problem statement that there was a skill gap in the marketplace. There was no efficient manner to solve for that skill gap at a scaled rate. And building a platform with you know the trust and confidence in it that folks would want to use it, creating opportunities, and then solving for those by uh, having a platform that finds and matches and curates the best match candidates. Think of us as uh, you know, the dating app for um, you know, for the IT industry, you know, we're, we are matchmakers and that's all we do is facilitate those partnerships. And in the end that evolved to other types of use cases, which, you know, is, is very interesting to us. And most of those use cases, you know, came from our members. You know, the, the I love that quote, uh, a dating app for the IT industry. You know, I, I've spent some time on your platform in terms of building a profile as well as seeing how that matching works. But maybe drill into a little bit about you know, how um, businesses or organizations kind of build a profile and then what are the, the ways in which they sort of, I'll call it swipe left for all intents and purposes sure. uh, in terms of trying to uh, find organizations to partner with. So th think about it, at, at its core, our platform 
is for solution providers solving for skill gaps. And what we do is a member can be found or find, right? They can be found as in they have the skills to solve for somebody else's skill gaps, or they not only can solve somebody else's, but they could identify and create an opportunity where they have skill gaps. So this concept of both sides of the equation and many of our members both create opportunities and solve and respond to opportunities. But it all starts on the company profile. Our basically solution providers register on our platform. Uh, they create a profile and that profile is because it is a platform. It's very easy to use structured data, point and click, but it includes basic information about their firm. Um, it's their locations, are they minority owned, their industry expertise, uh, geographic preferences, and, but then it goes deeper. It's what are their skills? Are they secure? Do they have security skills, data, infrastructure? Are they a DevOps firm? And behind each one of those subcategories of each one of those types of skills. And then peel that back even farther. And what are their vendor supplier technology relationships? You know, are they a Cisco player? Do they know Microsoft? Do they, right? And that list goes on, AWS, Red Hat, very broad, hundreds of different variations of their relationships. Behind that, how deep do they go? Certification levels, ISVs, competencies. All of that put together allows us, when somebody creates an opportunity, that can all be used as criteria. I'm looking for somebody with deep data skills in the retail industry um, that can also handle cloud migration. Basically, that gets created into an opportunity, point and click. They map that out. And when they submit that, that goes out and we basically automate to find the most qualified candidates for them to consider. Uh, level of confidentiality, by the way, we never asked for who the customer was. Um, the This is not a job posting app. Not everybody can just see the opportunities willy-nilly. The only way you see the opportunities is if you're matched. And therefore, everyone's very highly motivated to maintain a very complete and accurate uh, profile. So it's all around that profile. When somebody submits an opportunity, those folks get notified that are best matched. Those that are matched can respond. They can respond with clarifying questions. Both parties can update both the request for a proposal, statement of work, along with updating their proposal. When someone is selected, we present that firm back to the opportunity creator. Hey, this was 100% match to your criteria. This was 50% match. This was 80% match. And that opportunity creator kind of is in the cat seat, can pick and choose who they would like to work with. They enter into a partnering agreement. Think of that as a glorified NDA. So now sets the table for them to have a conversation in a safe manner, in a, in a secure, confident, confidential manner. And then our job's done. We do go back and ask if they would endorse uh, the partner that they selected. But really, we facilitate. We're not involved in the transactions between the partners. That's between them. Um, and, and really, we are just a place to go for efficient 
you know, with, you know, dashboards, email triggers, reminders, all that good stuff to, for that process end to end. Nice. I got it. And I totally see based on kind of your articulation of the matching process, I can see why it's very advantageous to keep your profile up to date. I'm sure that's great for you as the kind of the platform uh, custodian or owner. Um, talk to me about, you know, one of the things you said there was that this is not a job posting. And so, you know, businesses are essentially coming here to do peer to peer relations, hence the name. Um, but, uh, you know, how do, from a discoverability standpoint, sometimes uh, partners struggle with like understanding what they need, right? You've got kind of A partner looking for B partner. Uh, do you guys ever do any sort of messaging or inbound outbound uh, campaigns to, to understand like where they're going as a business or is it much more uh, metrics and kind of taxonomy driven? You know, I, I'd say that we do survey our members more around feature function, you know, what would make our platform that much better for them. But they have the ability to give input to us. So as we look at our profile, we might not capture all the latest and greatest technologies, suppliers, um, the subcategories of skills, of data. So we look for their feedback such that we can build that into our database and make sure that those are represented in folks' profiles. Um, so, so that's number one. Number two is we like to highlight our members' capabilities. So, you know, marketing, newsletters, uh, social media. We'd like to, you know, brag a little bit about the success stories. When two partners come together and they're able to make magic and they didn't know each other and within an hour they met each other and then they're engaged in an end user opportunity, and that ends up being successful, that's what really, you know, turns us on. You know, that, that in the end makes this all worth it. Um, and we have those success stories starting to build. This is about scale. Um, you know, for us, you know, scaling is extremely important because we need both members creating opportunities on one side, but we also need those folks with skills that are able to respond to those opportunities. So it really is a two-sided coin. I got it. Um, you know, you mentioned at the start of this call, you know, that as folks are setting up businesses, you know, the business that they go into start changes based on changing market demands, changing learnings. What have, since, since you started, like how have sure. things evolved and then, what do you think will likely uh, occur in the next horizon? Yeah, so I, I'd say that we started off being maniacally focused on the solution provider, being the channel partner, which is, I, I wouldn't change that at all because to, for our platform to work, we needed to understand their needs, their priorities of how they would want to work with a platform for collaborating and finding other partners. So that's that's absolutely core. So we started off, you know, invitation only, um, then marketing campaigns out to partners. Basically one at a time recruiting partners onto our platform to, con to consider and give it a try. Um, 
that's slow to scale. Where what we've learned is partnering with larger companies, distributors, um, you know, the likes of Arrow, who we have a relationship with, we're in discussions with other distributors, where they are trying to solve for their downstream solution providers and partners, some of the things that we are able to bring value to, you know, if a partner comes to a distributor and says, I need help in, you know, installing 100 licenses of Veeam across the state of North Carolina, how quickly can they respond and help that partner? Our platform allows that partner in a self-serve mode, solve for that immediately. And that's a value proposition. So they have access to more partners, more partners with more challenges. So providing our platform access to those types of communities are very important. On the other side, working with um, vendors and suppliers, those that have the, the technology and have a go-to-market strategy that includes channel partners is very important to us. Uh, we formed a relationship with Beyond Trust, a security supplier, a great company. They came to us, I'm telling you, Reed, never this wasn't on my radar screen this particular use case but what they've asked for was hey we want to efficiently pass leads to our partners and if you think about it it doesn't necessarily need to be partner to partner it could be supplier to partner it could be distributor to partner it could be partner to supplier so this goes back and forth and you start putting that whole supply chain in the platform from supplier, distributor, solution provider, and I'll talk to you about where we're going about end users, but that makes it much more exciting. So in the case of Beyond Trust, what they came to us is they were looking for their direct sellers to pass leads to their um, service delivery providers, their best of the best. So they have a set of these guys that are able to really deliver value to end users and they want their direct sellers to use our platform to find these partners in a fair and equitable fashion you think about it i'm not always passing the lead to my favorite guy i'm actually creating an opportunity and that goes out to all those that have meet those skills and all of those partners are able to then respond so we're, we're really looking at kind of a, a range of different use cases now with suppliers directly um, because we're a skills-based platform, Reed, you know, people are solving skills, people have the skills. What we did is we ended up forming a partnership with Skillsoft Global Knowledge, and they are a premier global provider of education um, training. And we have their full catalog, represented thousands of courses, um, you know, of all, you know, a handful of, and growing vendor list of training such that our members can get access to that very efficiently in the platform a one-stop shop for both their internal consumption so if they wanted to develop the skills of their employees get certifications around a vendor's you know portfolio or for reselling if they would like to package an education training course with their overall solution for an end user they get access to that um, so I'll, I can kind of click through, you know, these things have, have evolved and what we're trying to do in the end is right, bring more value 
to our customers being solution providers, suppliers now, and distributors. And in the end, the platforms is simply a tool. How they use it really is up to them. And what we're, we're finding is a diverse set of, you know, types of use cases that are continuing to expand. Um, and, and read, I'm, I got to practice what I preach. I, I said up front that, you know, no one solution provider can do it all. Specializations on the rise, all that good stuff. And that's, that's true about us. You know, we're not consultants. We're not a marketing agency. We are basically a software company that developed a unique platform. And for that reason, we're forming partnerships in the consulting area. We formed a partnership with Alina Partners. They're able to help do assessments with our members. They could do a, you know, a, a virtual, they do a survey, then they have a meeting and they say, hey, here's adjacencies would you consider? Here's some you know, recommendations for roadmaps. Um, we are also looking at other platforms. There's a whole set of partner um, relationship management platforms like Impartner, um, Vartopia, and the list goes on. And we believe we can be an extension of those um, because we have a unique value proposition in what we do. Uh, we're expanding to Europe. Uh, that, that's going to happen next month. Uh, so we're going to actually use the word P2P and, you know, quote unquote, be global. We've been North America so far. So this is kind of interesting for us. And last but not least, um, many of our partners have asked us, and I've really held back on this, is should we open the platform up to end users? And um, they said, you know, that now that you have this huge, massive Rolodex of partners and their skills, why not allow, you know, the CIO staffs, especially for the mid-market space, to get access to this. So we're just starting to talk to um, some community owners of CIOs and, you know, their staff to see if this would make sense to give them access such that in the end they create the opportunities and get access to, you know, very highly skilled solution providers. So quite a long list of a roadmap there for you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I'm capturing notes. I'm selfishly most interested in the uh, consulting assessments and kind of what that looks like. So talk to me a little bit about sure. know, how does an organization get engaged and what does, what does the project or assessment look like and, and how does that bring value to them working inside the construct of your platform and then for you as the platform custodian you know how are you guys learning and evolving you know from lessons from those assessments yes yeah, so, so the, the assessment starts with the survey and which asks you know the senior executive of a solution provider all the typical questions you know you know what products you sell what are your solutions what, what are your expertise pretty much a lot of what we collect in their profile, um, but very, very extensive. And Alina Partners does an analysis of that and does a, you know, a heat map and says, you know what, have you considered these adjacencies? You know, if you are a Microsoft partner, have you considered these other areas in Microsoft? Um, and clearly, and, and by the way, that is a consultative 90-minute 
call after the survey and there's reports with graphics you know uh, that depicts what regurgitates what they said and highlights potential gaps that they have in their portfolio and adjacencies for them to consider for growth now why is that good well if it's providing value to our members that's great i'm not a consulting business if they needed a education roadmap we can offer that if they would have some adjacencies that maybe they're not ready to jump in and build a practice on but those adjacencies make sense based on what the end user customers need they can create opportunities and partner with other partners so it kind of links back to you know a, a skill assessment right and having somebody else from a, th a third party come in and maybe help some of these firms understand where they they have potential gaps then they could determine whether or not they want to jump in and invest or is that a consideration for partnering or education roadmaps interesting that's kind of cool um <clears throat> i really like the the gaps and adjacencies i really feel like the adjacencies could be for you guys, it's it's the start of uh, maybe thinking outside of your original box, not you, but the, the, the companies uh, of who they should be, you know, trying to partner with or thinking about more partnerships, maybe that they hadn't originally thought about when they uh, joined your platform. Um, in, in terms of uh, the market landscape, you know, we're, we're, we're far enough away from COVID where organizations are operating differently and you obviously mentioned uh the the idea that you could be bringing on individuals and not just organizations you know as you've talked to the market you know are there any major shifts that you're seeing that could influence your uh, product or service design uh, or delivery mechanism you know the, the good news right is the IT industry is growing, and you know, the, the, what, you know, you listen to, you read about what the analysts are saying. You know, vendors, you know, first look to the channel for expansion in the you know small medium business landscape. You know, this is great, but this puts a lot of pressure on the IT channel. You know, to maintain their skills and. The suppliers continue to raise the bar, um, asking them to bring more value. And how do they bring more value? Is basically, you know, building highly skilled capabilities. So, our, our view is, you know, that's not going away. Specializations on the rise. Um, you know, there's a lot of new players out there, and getting more and more specialized in different areas, whether that's in security or in data, you know, even in infrastructure. Um, our, our view is this isn't going away and everybody wants to automate and find an efficient way to to operate um, the days of you know managing you know the channel and, and working with partners and getting partner to partner activity via spreadsheets and making a phone call trying to find somebody and waiting for them to call you back and then they call you back and then oh that's not going to work i need to call somebody else Everybody's looking for efficiency, and a platform approach is a great way to deliver that efficiency. Again, you know, go I go back, read. It's it's basically a tool 
uh, our platform. And now what we're seeing is utilization of it, case in point, lead passing, right? And by the way, it doesn't have to be just lead passing. It could be the other way around. It could be a partner wants to use a supplier's professional services offerings. Makes it a very efficient way to get access to those professional service capabilities that a distributor might be providing or a supplier directly. Nice, very cool. Um, in terms of, you know, you talked about how to add your metadata and set up your profile, but you know, how does a either a new organization or down the road, um, an individual sort of reach out and connect with you guys and see if this is right for them? Like, you know, what do you guys typically do, and then sure, how do you kind of maintain that relationship, if you will? Yeah. And, and, and I, I, a little clarity, we are predominantly a B2B um, platform. While we don't say no to individuals that would want to join, we really don't have individual contractors. Um, you know, we're, we are not an Upworks. You know, this is very much designed around, you know, an organization to organization. While individuals create opportunities, individuals respond, the, the folks are looking for doing business with another company. So, you know, that's kind of very keen to, to you know, the IT channel uh, marketplace. Um, but getting started, you know, is typically, you know, whether we're getting now an introduction through a distributor saying, hey, I have a partner that has service capabilities that would like to be represented on your platform, or they have a challenge because they're looking to, you know, help for implementation, cloud migration around AWS. In those cases, basically, we do a 30 minute call. We take them through conceptually, you know, our platform. We do a demo. We send them an invite. It's very self-serve, it's very intuitive. Um, and then, you know, we always ask for, do you need help? And we do a little coaching along the way, right? If the first time they create an opportunity, we might actually look at it and recommend, you know, you might want to consider adding this type of attachment. You might want to specify the certification that you're looking for. Um, so coaching along the way for best practices and we publish best best practices and you know continue to do that and send that out in newsletters to all of our members um, but it's pretty easy you know reach out to me my, my vp of sales uh scott gannon is on linkedin um, my vp of operations we do a demo um, extending across typically you know one or two members in a firm and then we typically have follow-ons with other folks within the organization very cool. Well, um, John, just, you know, kind of closing things out, is there anything else you kind of want to share uh, with the listeners in terms of the, the business and kind of what lies ahead? Well, you know what, we continue to grow. I, I think it's going to get very interesting with uh, relationships with some suppliers and distributors at scale, because that benefits all of our members. Um, I welcome feedback from not only our members and our target audience, but from adjacencies, you know, uh, other other platforms, 
that are involved because there's other folks that are bringing different types of value to the channel community. Love to work together with them and figure out, you know, the right alliances because, you know, the concept of one plus one makes three. And if we can bring more value to a distributor, to a supplier, to the channel partners, because we're all servicing them, love to have those types of conversations. And then last but not least, I think it'll be interesting as we carefully consider opening the platform up to communities, venue users, you know, CIOs and their staff. Um, and I'll, I'll be not only soliciting feedback from my members, but I, you know, as your audience, if they have, you know, words of wisdom for me, I, I welcome that. Reed. So, uh, John, thanks for joining us. Where uh, do we find you uh, today? Well, you can find me on LinkedIn, that's for sure. Um, and my contact information, john.guido at p2pglobal.info. And uh, reach out um, on LinkedIn, message me, but it's pretty very much approachable and easy to get access to me. Well, that wraps up our conversation with John Guido of P2P Global. Once again, I want to thank John for being a guest on the Digital Deep Dive show. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on YouTube and, of course, read and listen to our newsletter on LinkedIn, the Digital Deep Dive show. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in.